Welcome back to Making the Metaverse with me, Michael Carter. Making the Metaverse is presented by OnTheBlockchain.ca, Canada's fastest growing blockchain community. Good evening, everybody. It's me, Michael Carter, back with another episode of Making the Metaverse. It has been 10 days since I recorded an episode. I fell ill. I am not going to say that it was COVID. I'm not going to say that it was not COVID. Whatever it was, it was brutal. I have been through every imaginable symptom. I'm still finding myself exhausted. Last night I tried to sit down and record an episode and literally passed out in my office chair and just could not get myself to do a single thing and just went to bed. So I haven't been doing a whole lot other than just doing my regular day job which uh, has been keeping me extremely busy. Some of you are aware that I work in the social impact space and I actually have plans to uh, integrate um, Bitcoin a little more into uh, my professional career, particularly as it relates to fundraising. I'm currently reading a book written by um, Anne Connolly, and actually she has a co-author whose name escapes me just now. I have the book right here. Ah, yes, Jason Shim. It's called Bitcoin in the Future of Fundraising, A Beginner's Guide to Cryptocurrency Donations. And this book was written very recently. Uh, I think it was published in 2020. I have a long background in uh, in the philanthropy space, uh, including fundraising. So I'm really excited about the possibilities for um, that particular space. While I was on LinkedIn today, I saw something pretty cool, which is a post about what is being claimed as the first ever hospital foundation in the world and the only and first ever Alberta organization to be put on the map of Decentraland, which I think is really exciting. If you are not aware of Canadian geography, Alberta is a province that is west of Ontario. It's uh, towards uh, the west coast, but um, not uh, on not on the coast uh, where which is British Columbia. Anyhow. I'm really excited to see that. I haven't had a chance to visit there today, but I promised uh, the individual that uh, posted about it that I would make a note of it in my show today. So there you are. I'll uh, be sure to take a a tour of their uh, facility in Decentraland and report back. I've been thinking a little bit more about this... uh, conundrum of moving um, user experiences from platforms like Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, and so forth into the metaverse and reflecting more on the issues of space. 
as I've said in previous uh, podcasts, uh, I do have a background in uh, urban development studies. Um, I'm not a planner, but I have spent several years uh, researching urban development for various uh, from various perspectives, uh, including urban security practices and uh, urban uh, mobility, actually. Um, so I've been uh, visiting uh, different metaverse platforms, as I've shared on other uh, episodes. I have um, visited a new platform that uh, someone introduced me to called Topia, which I'll be uh, covering more in depth at a later time. I've had a, a chance to stop in and check it out. I may say a few words about it on today's show, um, but uh, it. the reason why I mention it is that um, what, I, what I'm starting to, to think about is how um, the issue of space is going to play out in uh, the metaverse. Because, uh, you know, around the Super Bowl, I remember there was an announcement that there was a, uh, a Bud Light bar in, uh, in Decentraland, I think it was, and and then I think McDonald's uh, made an announcement that uh, they were going to have a restaurant in Decentraland. Uh, I think it's, um, I think possibly some other restaurants have made claims, um, including uh, I think one of the burrito joints, um, which is all fine and well uh, for the moment. Visiting these places seems to be uh, okay, um, but there is a, a limit. Uh, there is a uh, a limit to the um, number of avatars that you can stuff into a particular place in this in this in Decentraland or in the metaverse uh, at one particular time. It's 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 different than say, I was thinking about this. Um, it's different than say, let's say someone really famous uh, on Instagram who has a uh, hundred million followers or or two hundred million followers. I think I've heard that that The Rock has that many uh, followers. But let's Let's say that on Instagram, uh, The Rock makes a post, uh, and instantly that post gets pushed out to uh, all uh, 200 million fans who each have their own feeds that they look at, uh, and they see his post, and and uh, they can look at the post, they can they can like the post, they can jump in the comments where things get um, a little more crowded sometimes, depending on how many people are are in the in the comments. Um, but uh, everyone, for all intents and purposes, can see uh, The Rock's page and his posts. And it doesn't necessarily really matter how many other people are looking at his post at uh, the same time. So the, the user experience, um, the engagement with uh, The Rock, uh, The Rock's page, is, is not really impacted by uh, the, number, the number of users that are trying to have that experience. Um, at the same time, in the comment section, things get a little more interesting because um, suddenly you're you have people um, trying to get into that particular space at uh, at the same time, and and so things get a little bit different. And then if you want to push even further and go into say like DMs, you can imagine uh, what it's like to try and get in the rocks DMs. <laughs> He, uh, I doubt he probably even looks in, in there. Um, if uh, 
everyone tried to DM him at the same time. Uh, it just, it's just, a, it would be just an impossibility to even um, look in there and have any kind of sense of what's going on from the rock's perspective. Um, and so thinking about uh, these brands that are entering into the space, not just celebrities, but big brands and, and <clears throat> trying to uh, give people obviously uh, some kind of experience, some kind of engagement, some kind of interaction with the brand. Um, and so if, for example, you know, even like how many, just think about how many avatars you could stuff into a, into a room um, before the place would be full and it would just be it would just be chaos. There, there would just be nothing meaningful happening. Happening. I mean, it would be, it would be worse than than even a, a mosh pit at some kind of um, heavy metal concert. Um, it just there just wouldn't be anything sensical that that could take place. And so I've been thinking through how 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 that's going to be handled. And actually, one of the things that I that I thought about was that okay so when i when i go to say i don't have facebook but but let's say that i go to facebook um there and there are however hundreds of millions uh billions of of accounts that are that are in that are on facebook and i go on facebook and i and i don't see all of the users um of facebook uh, at the same time uh, just like with the Instagram example, I, I can look at uh, one profile at a time and I can and, and Facebook will give me a stream. Um, I imagine it maybe it's similar to Instagram where I, I guess I could have a stream of posts, but then also a stream of stories across the top. It's been so long since I've been on Facebook. I, I don't actually know what it looks like anymore. Um, but there but I, the point is that uh, that we can have, uh, lots, millions, tens of millions, maybe even hundreds of millions of people on Facebook at the same time. And it's okay. It's managed. Um, it's managed because people post content and then that content is given to my stream where I can see it. I can visit a page and there can be 10 million other people visiting the page and it doesn't interfere, you know, server constraints aside, it doesn't interfere with my enjoyment, but um, if I was to try and do that in, in a physical place with my avatar at the same time as all of these other people, um, it would be, uh, it just, there would be just nothing meaningful could take place really. Um, and so it's interesting that, uh, I'm getting exposed to, um, more, uh, metaverse, uh, platforms, um, such as, you know, gather that I, that I've been talking about. I mentioned recently that I've gone back to spatial and, and checked it out. Um, and, uh, now I've been checking out this, this new, um, platform called, uh, Topia. Um, and I'm seeing, uh, creators and projects out there where people are, are talking about the metaverse platforms that they are going to be launching. Um, and I can't help but, but think or, or wonder about um, perhaps that a lot of what will 
will actually happen uh, in metaverse development and in virtual worlds because I know that there's um, some some debate about lumping in virtual reality um, virtual spaces with metaverse spaces and so forth but speaking more broadly about people meeting each other in online spaces um, I can't help but wonder if we're, if what is going to really carry the day is is going to be not necessarily these sort of wide open um, platforms where you like for example at the central end you you arrive on the platform and and you can run all over the platform and enter into all of the spaces that are there across across the platform if they're not gated um, and I, I wonder if, if there's going to be um, a lot more movement in in the kinds of um, virtual space, metaverse spaces that are that are smaller in scale and um, designed to to accommodate smaller numbers of individuals, like say twenty five people or fifty people, uh, a, a much more meaningful. Um, manageable number of individuals. I mean, I, I suppose you could even stretch that out. And I, I mean, I, I think about, I think about offline uh, meetings that social gatherings that people have in the different settings that that there are. You know, there's obviously there's a, there's small like maybe a, a, a coffee shop, um, and then uh, maybe there's. A little bit bigger like maybe um, maybe a restaurant uh, maybe a little bit thinking a little bit bigger perhaps uh, maybe a small movie theater or a, a, a large box retailer you could start seeing numbers in the hundreds um, lecture halls at universities like for one of the projects I'm working on um, moving moving in larger numbers uh, all the way up to uh, sporting event stadiums where there's tens of thousands um, potentially 70,000 people in in uh, outdoor uh, stadiums for uh, soccer games um, but uh, I, I I think that there that may, perhaps there's going to be a lot that goes on in these in the development of these um, smaller scale spaces um, that are more uh, more functional, um, and and so I, I'm going to actually continue to to shop around and look at um, smaller scale platforms that are that are being built, um, and uh, and see what's going on there, um, and 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 so perhaps uh, you know with social media, I mean we've we've been clearly dominated by a handful of different um, different platforms so I guess I guess one of the questions that I have will be then do we do we see a future where there are uh, these really that that we have a, several very robust platforms that everyone goes to but allows them to um, create uh, smaller spaces that are that are more specific to a particular community of some kind um, that are that are more sort of uh, 
destination spaces. Although, and, and the reason why I say that is is because of this uh, idea of of discovery. So, so one of the things that I'm that I'm starting to actually notice about some of these sm- uh, metaverse platforms that that have smaller scale um, offerings or designs is is uh, this concept of a portal. So you can actually uh, link smaller spaces uh, together. Kind of, um, I believe, uh, like a, like archipelagos. So you you have these um, connected spaces. Uh, so there there is some social discovery that takes place, but you're still within a particular network of of locations, and the idea is is not necessarily that. Um, it's a come one, come all, come everyone sort of uh, outdoor festival style setup that that um, there's uh, perhaps um, less of this uh, absolute randomness um, that that you that you see in those wide open spaces. So. Uh, Anyhow, um, I think I've rambled on a little bit, uh, a little bit long for tonight. Um, like I said, I've I've been quite unwell, so I haven't been following along too closely uh, many of the events that have been going on. Um, but uh, I think that um, I think that this is one of the the things that I'm going to be really paying closer attention to is is being less obsessed with the main uh, one or two or three platforms and, and more interested and more curious in, in discovering um, all of the, uh, the metaverse platforms that are, that are up and coming. So if you're a, a designer, developer, community manager for such a platform, go ahead and shoot me an email. I'd love to get you on the show um, that, to uh, introduce your, your offering to the community and uh, help you uh, get get the word out. So thanks for stopping by. Thanks for listening. Uh, the show metrics are looking very healthy. There's uh, more and more interest every day in the podcast. And I'm looking forward to looking back in 10 years at uh, how things have changed. Have a wonderful evening and I'll see you back here much sooner this time because I'm feeling much better. Good night.